Hello everyone, I'm your co-host Bidemio Logunde. Welcome to episode 10 of the Throughball Podcast, where myself and my brother Akiola Logunde present global news, updates, rumors and in-depth analysis of the game of football, also popularly known as soccer. Today on the show, we'll be presenting the final set of transfer news as the transfer window closed on Tuesday, August 31 and also results from around European leagues. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So we've all heard about the news of Cristiano Ronaldo returning to Manchester United. Um, he recently declared that he was back home where he belonged after he rejoined Manchester United from Juventus on a two-year deal on Tuesday, August 31. And he has dedicated the move to his mentor, Sir Alex Ferguson, Man U's former manager when he was playing for Man U. So Man U announced last week that he had agreed a deal with Juventus to bring the 36-year-old back to Manchester and the transfer window has now been completed. After he passed the medical, he got a visa and he agreed personal terms. Juventus said the transfer fee agreed was 15 million euros plus 8 million euros in performance-related add-ons as Ronaldo returned to the club where he won eight major trophies between 2003 and 2009. From the time he left in 2009, he has spent the entire 12 years winning different kinds of trophies at both Real Madrid and Juventus. He is set to join up with the Man U squad after the international break and he could make his first start on September 11 when Man U hosts um, Newcastle United. During his first spell at Man U, Ronaldo scored 118 goals and he also won the Premier League Golden Boots in the 2007-2008 season, which was the same year that he helped Man U win the last Champions League title that they won. So the next story I have here is William um, is joining Corinthians on a free transfer after he terminated his contract with Arsenal. So on Monday evening, August 30, Arsenal confirmed that 33-year-old William has left the club for Corinthians in Brazil, which is where he started his career on a free transfer. William joined Arsenal on a free transfer after seven seasons with Chelsea last year and still had two more years left on his contract before he was terminated by mutual consent between himself and Arsenal. He scored just one goal in 37 appearances for Arsenal last season in all competitions. He made his debut for Corinthians in 2006 before he left to join Ukrainian side Shakhtar Donetsk after two seasons at Corinthians. When, um, while he was at Ukraine, he won four league titles as well as the UEFA Cup before he joined Chelsea, where he then won two Premier League titles and the Europa League in his final season at Chelsea. He was also part of the Brazilian side that won the Copa America at home in 2019. So the next story I have here is a three-way deal, an interesting three-way deal that happened on the deadline day, Tuesday, August 31, between a bunch of clubs, basically. Chelsea, Atletico Madrid, Sevilla, um, I think Barcelona and who else? Yeah, so the transfer deadline ended in Spain with Atletico Madrid getting Antoine Griezmann back on loan, but Real Madrid failed to seal a deal for Kylian Mbappe. So instead, Real Madrid settled for young midfielder Eduardo Camavinga, who is Mbappe's teammate on the French national team. So Camavinga is just, I think, 17 years old. He made his debut for the French national team last year, September, um, and I think he was part of the Euro 2020 squad, if I'm remembering correctly. 
So Madrid couldn't convince PSG to sell its superstar despite offers that reportedly surpassed 200 million euros. So Griezmann, on the other hand, returned to Atletico Madrid on loan from a Barcelona team that has been trying to cut costs. In that same set of negotiations that saw Griezmann moving back to Atletico Madrid after spending two years at Barcelona, Atletico Madrid's Saul Niguez has now transferred to Chelsea on loan, while Sevilla's Luke de Jong will join Barcelona on loan. So the Griezmann deal includes an obligatory permanent transfer clause for an undisclosed amount. So Atletico had to release Saul Niguez for Griezmann to come back to Atletico from Barcelona. And then Saul Niguez is now at Chelsea on loan. And then Luke de Jong will now be at Barcelona from Sevilla also on loan. So this three-way deal took many people by surprise because Barcelona and Atletico Madrid only began conversations over this possible move on Monday, which was one day before the transfer deadline day. And as we all know, Chelsea had been interested in um, Saul Niguez for a long time. They actually wanted to buy um, Saul Niguez, but then because this deal was a bunch of three-way loan deals, so I guess that works for Chelsea as well. And maybe they would look into signing in prominently next year or something. So to wrap up, I'll be discussing some weekly results from across the league. Um, I've broken them down into the leagues, the main main leagues, the German Bundesliga, the Italian Serie A, um, the Spanish La Liga, the French League One, and then finally the English Premier League. So to start with the German Bundesliga, Dortmund won at home 3-2 against Hoffenheim. I think I saw highlights of that game. It was a wild game. Um, Haaland scored the winner. I think he scored this, the equalizer and the winner just one minute apart. Then Bayern defeated Hertha Berlin at home 5-0. And that was Lewandowski's 15th Bundesliga hat-trick. And now he has over 300 goals for Bayern. Um, Augsburg lost 4-1 at home to Bayer Leverkusen. And that was just an on-goals festival. Um, I think there were three on-goals in that game. And then Wolfsburg won at um, at home against RB Leipzig 1-0. So for the Italian Serie A, um, Juventus lost the first match after Ronaldo left. So they lost to Empoli at home 1-0. Verona lost to Inter at home 3-1. Lazio defeated Spezia 6-1. And that was a hat-trick by Ciro Immobile. And AC Milan won at home against Cagliari 4-1. And AS Roma, um, Mourinho's AS Roma defeated Salernitana 4-0 away. Um, For the Spanish La Liga, Real Madrid won at Real Betis 1-0. Barcelona won at home against Getafe 2-1. And Atletico Madrid drew 2-2 with Villarreal. For the French League won, um, Marseille won 3-1 against Saint-Etienne. Nice won against Bordeaux, 4-0. PSG defeated Reims, 2-0. Mbappe scored a brace, and that was Messi's first match for PSG. He came on as a substitute for Neymar in the 66th minute. And Lyon defeated Nantes at home, 1-0. For the English Premier League, this was um, one one crazy weekend, to say the least. Manchester City defeated Arsenal, 5-0. Chaka saw a red card. Um, that's Arsenal's third straight loss in the first in three matches 
Now they've scored zero goals and they've conceded nine goals in their first three games in the Premier League. And the last time that happened was in the 1954 season. Um, Manchester United defeated Wolves 1-0. Um, I think that's a record somewhere for Manchester United on the number of away wins they have or something like that. And then Spurs defeated Watford 1-0. And that's their third 1-0 win margin in three straight matches. So Spurs has nine points. They see it on top of the league. I think Chelsea and Liverpool are second um, with seven points. There's some goal differences in between. And I think Manchester United is third or something like that. So um, the final game I'm going to be talking about um, for the English Premier League is Liverpool-Chelsea. It was a 1-1 draw. Um, there was a controversial Reese James red card at the end of the first half. Um, there's been a lot of discussions about whether it was a warranted red card or not. I'm going to leave that to you and your WhatsApp groups and your Twitter friends and enemies. But basically, this just shows Chelsea's resilience because the, the red card happened at the end of the first half. So Chelsea had to play the whole of the second half with 10 men. But then the coach, Tuchel, made some key changes at halftime, brought on um, a defender, I think. What's his name now? Um, Thiago to replace Reese James. So Thiago became a central defender as Piliqueta moved to the right back. And I think Havertz was taken off to for Thiago to come on. But then Kante was also replaced by... Who replaced Kante again? Um, I don't remember. But basically... This was a tactical set of changes. Two players were, two changes were made at halftime. And Chelsea just showed their, their resilience in defending for 45 minutes plus, I think, three minutes of stoppage time. And Liverpool manager was obviously and clearly disappointed that he couldn't take advantage of this one, one man advantage, basically. So I guess this is a, a, an indication of what's to come for this Chelsea team, um, I think it was the last episode where I talked about how much depth that Chelsea has um, in defense, midfield, attack, and now there's Saul Niguez coming on loan from Atletico, and that's just going to have so much more depth in defense. Um, there's Kovacic, Jorginho, Kante, they are the youngsters as well, so it's just so much depth in every, even the goalkeeper. The, the backup goalkeeper would walk onto any team in all the major leagues in Europe. That's just showing how much depth, how much tactical discipline, how much everyone at Chelsea understands what they need to do. And it was it was a beautiful game to watch, just defending for, for 45 minutes. And there was even chances for Chelsea in between those dropping back and so on and so forth. That's all we have for episode 10 of the Through Ball Podcast. The production, editing, and fact-checking were done by Akiola and Bidemi Ologunde. The audio engineering and graphic design were done by Bidemi Ologunde. Please join us again on the next episode as we continue with a deep dive of football news, updates, rumors, and analysis. Make sure you subscribe to the Through Ball Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. And for questions, comments, or suggestions, please send an email to trueball10 at gmail.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time and see you on the next episode. Bye for now.